Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. Lived after died, the pioneering Saudi experiment in social economy by Dr. Yusuf Uthman Al-Huzim. Part 5. Page 101. Section 6. Investment. Investment, Administration, and Development of the Waqf 1. Definition of Investment If an individual or a government department or a private or non-profit organization has cash that is surplus to its requirements, they can put this surplus cash into savings or invest it. We can distinguish between investment and saving by noting the following. Saving is regarded as mere consumption or delayed spending by means of which the individual or organization forgoes the desire to consume at present for the purpose of making money available for possible desire to consume or spend in the future without taking any moderate or great risks. Hence, if the saver wants his savings to be secure, in return for that he cannot uh, hope for any large increase in the saved money. Investment means foregoing fulfillment of the desire to consume at present in the hope of acquiring growth in capital or profit or greater growth in the future. Based on that, so long as the investor accepts this sacrifice, he is ready to take some level of risk in return for the reward that he expects, profit, growth and investment, and so on. 2. Return and risk. Returns on investment and risks of investment are two interconnected concepts. One cannot be explained without the other. Return on investment is what the investor expects to get in the future in return for the money that he paid to obtain the tool of investment. In other words, the return on investment represents the reward that the investor hopes to get in return for giving up immediate benefit or fulfillment in the hope of attaining benefit or fulfillment in the future. Risk stems from the phenomenon of uncertainty that is connected to the possibility of getting or not getting expected returns from investment. That is because achieving the goals that the investor is trying to reach is usually connected to future cash fluidity that is expected as a result of his investment. Because the potential of this fluidity is dependent upon factors that are beyond the investor's control, it becomes impossible to assume that this fluidity is going to occur 100%. When the potential of achieving this expected fluidity falls below 100%, the risk becomes apparent and increases the more uh, the potential of achieving this fluidity uh, decreases and vice versa. The levels of return and risk are interconnected in the sense that the greater the investor's hope of achieving a higher return on his investment, 
the more he has to prepare himself to bear a higher level of risk and vice versa. On this basis, there is a connection between the attitude of the investor and the level of risk he is prepared to take when making decisions about investment. The conservative investor is usually content with the modest return on his investment in return for reducing the level of risk involved. The spectacular, uh, the sorry, the speculator, the speculator on the other hand gets involved in areas of high risk investment, seeking higher returns on his investments. There is also a connection between risk and the time scale of the investment. The longer the period required in order to achieve fluidity that is brought about by the investment tool, the greater the risk. The converse is also true. That is because the possibility of achieving fluidity is reduced when the time scale is long and is increased when the time scale is short. 3. Basic guidelines for making investment decisions. Appropriate investment strategy. Investment strategies that may be adopted by investors vary according to differences in investment priorities. These priorities are represented by what is known as the investor preference curve, which varies from one investor to another according to the inclination towards the following three basic elements. Profitability, liquidity, uh, safety. Usually, the inclination of the investor towards profitability is expressed by the hoped-for average return on the investment that he seeks to achieve from the money invested, whereas his inclination towards the other two elements is usually expressed by the level of risk he is the level of risk he is prepared to take in order to achieve the expected return on his investment. Uh, uh, the conservative investor. This is the investor who gives a priority to safety over other factors and this attitude has an impact on his investment decisions. He is very sensitive towards risk factors. We usually find this type of investor among other um, among older people and those with limited incomes. The speculator this type is the opposite of the previous. He gives priority to profitability over other factors. Hence, his sensitivity towards risk is low and he is prepared to enter risky fields of investment in the hope of getting a high level of return on his investment. We can find these speculators among younger people or among prominent investors who are managing large portfolios. The balanced investor. This is the smart and prudent investor who pays attention to the elements of risk and return in a balanced manner. His sensitivity towards risk is reasonable, which enables him to make calculated and careful investment decisions, paying attention to diversifying his investments in such a way as to increase the returns and reduce the risks. Most investors come under this uh, category. Scientific guidelines and principles for making a sound investment decision. It is expected that the one who makes a sound investment decisions will pay attention to two things. Following what is known as a scientific approach in making this decision, which is usually based on certain steps, the most important of which are identifying the main goal of investment, 
gathering information needed to make the decision, identifying the basic factors that are crucial to making the decision, which are known as critical factors, estimating the expected returns on available investment options, choosing the investment option that is best suited to these goals. The other, uh, the other thing, it is worthwhile for the decision maker to take into account some standard guidelines when making his decision, the most important of which are A. Multiple investment choices. This is regarded as one of the most fundamental principles on which investment decisions should be based. Uh, this principle is based on the fact that uh, the surplus funds available to the individual investor or institution are scarce at the time when the opportunities or investment areas that are uh, competing to attract the surplus are many in most cases. This makes it essential for the investment decision maker to pay attention to this fact by comparing the various investment tools in order to choose the one that is most in harmony with his investment strategy instead of putting his savings in the first investment opportunity that comes that comes his way. The more available investment options there are, the more flexibility the decision maker has in making decisions to achieve his goals. B, experience and qualifications. This means that taking the right investment decision requires knowledge and experience that may not be available to all investment groups. In fact, there are individuals who have surplus surplus cash and want to invest it, but uh, they don't have sufficient knowledge and experience to choose the right investment tools. This group is known as naive investors, i.e. those who are lacking in experience. In contrast, there are professional investors who have sufficient experience to be able to make investment decisions. There is another group of, of investors whose profession is to give advice to investors of the first group, naive investors. This group is usually called investment analysts or investment portfolio managers. They have a great deal of experience and knowledge of investment fields. Hence, the naive or inexperienced investor has to seek help in making investment decisions from these specialized consultants and analysts, even if that means paying the fees that they charge in return for the services they provide because these costs, no matter how high, will re remain low in comparison to the gains that he will achieve by following their advice and making investment decisions accordingly. C. Relevance. Relevance is another important factor that the investor should pay attention to when uh, drawing up his investment strategy. The investor uh, applies this principle in real-life situations when he chooses a suitable area of investment. Then the appropriate investment tool in that area from among the other areas and investment tools that are available to him. Uh, when applying this principle, the investor may seek advice by referring to the diagram which shows what options are the same for him or the diagram which shows which of his personal preferences are best in his case, which is usually determined in the light of many factors including his age, his job, his income level, his social standing, his state of health and so on. 
the concept of diagrams showing which options are the same or which of an investor's preferred options are best in his case is based on the assumption that any particular investor has some specific preferences that define his interests in the main elements that may shape his investment decisions, namely the return on an investment and the risk involved. These two elements determine the safety level to which the investor should adhere than the fluidity of the investment uh, tool. In this regard, the decision-making process uh, of the institutional invest, uh, investor is the same as for the individual investor. Other financial institutions also direct their uh, savings into forms, into forms of investment that are relevant to their particular circumstances. That is in accordance with the uh, segmented markets uh, theory, according to which the financial market is usually divided into different sectors, each of which attracts a particular group of investors according to their investment inclinations. Uh, commercial banks, for example, choose investment uh, fields, the currency flow cycle of which is in harmony with the cycle of their financial commitments. Hence, they are mostly inclined to choose short-term investment tools with high fluidity and low risk so as to ensure that they are able to meet their commitments to their de depositors whose deposits are usually short or medium term. This is the opposite of life insurance companies, which, because their commitments are usually long-term, choose long-term investment tools which bring relatively high returns. The principle of relevancy may also be applied to taking investment decisions in the range of what is known in the business world as Asset Liability Management, ALM, uh, through which a trade-off is achieved between elements of return and risk by striving to achieve the highest return on investments within an acceptable level of risk. D. Principle of Diversification and Distribution of Risks in Investment the aims of the investor may be summed up as what is known as the target return on investment, target ROI. What this means is that the investor defines the returns he hopes to achieve on his investments. To see whether this target ROI is achievable, we deduct the expected future value of an investment from the target value. If the result is positive, then the investment is regarded as viable. If it is uh, negative, the investment is not viable. Based on the above, the investor con cannot completely guarantee the target return unless two conditions are met. One, the expected cash flow from the investment is completely certain with regard to value. Two, it should also be completely certain with regard to timing. Any problem in the two previous conditions because of uncertainty about the future will be uh, reflected in reality in the target return. Hence, the possibility of not achieving either of these two conditions results in risks concerning the investment. Risks and the extent thereof vary according to the nature of the tools and fields of investment. We will see this in more detail below, but it is possible to classify these risks in general uh, into two types, market risks, non-market risks. 
Market risks and those that some call ordinary risks are distinguished by the fact that in general their causes stem from the circumstances in the financial market and also the general economic situation. Hence, <coughs> their effects are reflected in the prices of all investment tools in the form of fluctuations in prices. Therefore, these risks are comprehensive in nature. In addition to the fact that they occur according to cycles in the financial markets, but because they are connected to circumstances in the financial market, their effects have an impact on all investment tools in the market. Hence, it is permissible to avoid them uh, by means of diversification. Non-market risks, which uh, some call unusual risks, are usually high and mere occur in exceptional and non-systematic circumstances which makes them difficult to predict. If that does occur, its impact is only reflected in certain investment tools. Hence, it's possible to avoid them or at least reduce the impact by means of diversification of investment tools. This means applying the proverb which says, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. Well, let me finish here. Uh, I'll, I'll stop here. I think it's better to stop here. Thank you very much. Then I'll continue later on. Take care. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah.